Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About Live Shopping, a series dedicated to unraveling the intricacies, and we know there are many, of the live shopping phenomenon. I'm your host, Cynthia Nelson, video commerce expert, three-time entrepreneur, Ford's contributor, investor, and advisor. Today, we're talking to Joel Leonoff, CEO of Revo Video. Good morning, Joel, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my pleasure, Cynthia. Good morning to you, too. Good morning. Hey, first question. I always want to hear the founder's story. You know, what was the inspiration behind starting Revo Video? You know, how did you really, how did this really come about? There's got to be a great story here. <laughs> I don't know if it's great, but it's a good story. Um, we'll see if it's great or not. Um, I think the, the, the evolution or, or the early conversations about uh, getting into video streaming and uh, looking to find a solution for a marketplace really evolved out of uh, a conversation with a company that was in the direct sales and MLM world. So I think that they were kind of uh, a home party type of business. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of them out there that you know have a, a network of consultants that uh, sell products primarily through uh, their personal networks, a lot of home party companies uh, uh, like Avon and Tupperware and groups like that that are used to that type of, um, I, I guess, uh, method of, of selling product through, uh, I guess, through part-time or sometimes full-time consultants. And I think with COVID, um, it kind of brought an, brought an abrupt halt to that whole industry where the home party solution just kind of fell off a cliff and um, kind of went to zero very quickly as people were either mandated or fearful of, of, of you know, uh, I guess, assembling with, uh, with a lot of people. And the industry in general had to really react and say, wow, you know, we have, you know, uh, I guess a huge network of people that, that love our product and, and have been selling it. Um, to their kind of uh, network, and all of a sudden, the opportunity to uh, to host home parties kind of went to zero. So the discussions were really about early on about um, how do we offer some type of digital, some type of uh, internet related solution that can provide the benefits and opportunities uh, without necessarily having to assemble uh, in somebody's home. And that gave birth to ultimately, um, I guess, Revo. And our first iteration was building, um, I guess, a, an online party, I would say, is, is kind of the, uh, the best way to kind of uh, explain it. It's uh, a streaming um, representation of a party where a host can invite their contacts, uh, bring them all in, and then provide I'd say typically a 20 to 30 minute session uh, talking about the products, maybe bringing in some guest speakers um, and ultimately selling, uh, selling the products through that type of uh, uh, that type of medium. A lot like uh, I, I kind of compare it to a, a QVC kind of home shopping network online um, with a lot of bells and whistles. Uh, we certainly focused on, direct sales and MLM to try and make it a better fit. We actually created a division of Revo called StreamStyle, which is really oriented at specifically direct sales and MLM. And, you know, coming from, you know, background in online payments, we tightly integrated the ability to, to pay for uh, products online within the, uh, 
<clears throat> within the session, within the stream, and provide those type of tools for, um, I guess, for, for the hostess, hostesses and hosts to be able to market, promote, and uh, talk about their product. It's very, it's engaging, it's entertaining, it's educational, it's digital, uh, it's video. Um, so the tools are quite strong. And that's kind of where we started. And then uh, as uh, as it evolved over time, we uh, we kind of got a sense that there were other products that um, um, I think that the industry certainly um, was looking to kind of uh, integrate. So we built uh, what I would call a, a shoppable video, which is more of a one-minute video that... Uh, uh, a sales rep consultant can kind of create on the fly or you know planned and talking about a product hey check out uh, you know my new earrings etc etc they're, they're this they're that and uh, basically use that tool and, and promote it through their social networks and again have that shoppable video be shoppable meaning within the video itself there's a catalog of, of the products that they're talking about ability to click and fill up a shopping cart and check out with kind of one click checkout, which is very fast. So we put those tools together for the, um, I guess, for the industry. Um, there's a third product that's more of a one-on-one -on -one session, kind of like a Zoom session, but it has a catalog and an ability for someone to moderate, uh, um, I guess, a one-on-one -on -one call and then ultimately help somebody fill their shopping cart in and, and check out with all, you know, all three products have all types of tools where you can offer a, a on spot discount. Hey, you know, if you buy within the next 20 minutes, we'll give you a, an additional 20% off. It's today only type of thing. Um, but those were the tools I think that the industry was kind of craving for in a very uh, kind of urgent need and attempt to, uh, to pivot and find a way to continue selling product in a world that was moving more online and less uh, oriented to, to, to home parties. And I think that that change, um, I don't think there's any going back, meaning the industry yeah. is, uh, is not necessarily returning to the home party. I think that that ship may have sailed to a certain degree. There may be some that are still trying to hang on, but the introduction of tools like uh, Revo and StreamStyle um, are really uh, opportunistic and you know the the reps themselves that that are selling they love the shoppable video they, they create them easily it, you can do it in minutes and uh, proliferate it it's it's fun and I think that it's a great way to stay in touch with your base and and keep them kind of uh, informed and, and keep them close to you so that's kind of the origins of, of how it all kind of began um, more or less. Yeah, it's super interesting on the direct selling side, right? Because I, I haven't seen a lot of companies. I've been interviewing all these, you know, CEOs of these, you know, big kind of live and VOD shopping platforms around the world. And not very many of them have focused on the direct selling industry, which for whatever reason, it, but it is a multi-billion dollar industry, like no doubt. I mean, I know Avon has a million reps just in in Brazil. You know, it's it's not a small yeah. It's not a small industry at all. I think people probably forget that those were the original, frankly, influencers. Yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, you know, I think for us, we we had some ties into the industry, and uh, we we certainly uh, 
leveraged um, our ability to, I guess, develop products in conjunction with uh, one major, uh, call it direct sales business that helped us kind of make it more relevant for the industry. So I think a lot of companies that are providing streaming type services were focusing on call it the, uh, the influencer community and, and uh, you know, individuals that have uh, pretty significant followings that were looking for tools. Uh, there were products out there, you know, through uh, Instagram and, and other social media products that, but more expensive and, and not, uh, you know, not really economically viable in, in my opinion. So, you know, we, you know, I guess the, the relationships that we had kind of pushed us in that direction and it just seemed intuitively smart. Yeah. And we built a lot of hooks and integrations to products that the industry uses. So uh, very relevant, I think, is the right word that I would use for direct sales and MLM. I mean, that's a beachhead that I don't think anybody has really cracked, at least at this point, at at scale. So congratulations, you know, on that. I mean, it's a it's a it's a big one to crack, but if you can do it, it's it's great for the company. Yeah, and we, the fact we, we that were lucky. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say the fact that you've had a company to work with that has consultants. I've seen the other side of this where it's just tech, 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 and they go into working with retailers, but they really don't understand what the retailers need. Or it's, you know, influencer, 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 but they really don't understand the tech side. It feels like you've got the tech, the payment piece, and you really intimately understand this particular customer in direct selling, which is unique. Yeah, I think we're fortunate to have kind of that uh, that flagship first uh first customer who really, you know, helped define the needs and define the functionality and the user experience and the user interface. It, it really, uh, they, they really helped mold a product that was uh, really, um, I go kind of fit like a glove type of thing. You know, a product that we, we call it uh, built, you know, for direct sales, by direct sales type of thing. So, you know, we really, uh, we really took that and, and leveraged it to uh, to maximum ability, and also had you know uh, a, a good first client to ultimately test drive it and and work out the kinks and, and really get it into a mode where you know it becomes more and more relevant. We 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 actually just uh, attended the DSA Direct Sales uh, Association uh, shows in in Canada, and the United States, and. Uh, the product was very, very well received. I think we, we won like innovative product of the year or something along those lines, uh, just right. by virtue of bringing a lot of technology that's really state of the art to an industry that's really kind of hungry for it. So I, I'd say in that regard, uh, we think we're in a good place. And, you know, the one-to-one -one is really interesting because it also that just lends itself so much to luxury brands even. Because there are higher MLM brands that sell higher end products as well, but even just luxury, it, it's that one to one sales. But how many times do you go into the Gucci store? Like you're not going in the store. You're calling, you know, you're calling your rep, the person who has your details, and you're having this real one to one conversation. With them. No matter where you are in the world, you could be anywhere and still be in touch with the person who takes care of you and buys products for you and shows you what's new, what's happening. So I see in the luxury piece, that's a that's a great opportunity. Yeah, no, it's, it certainly is. And it offers, you know, this continuous communication and this continuous contact. And some of the companies we spoke to were looking to possibly empower their customer service desks with a product like that. So they can turn their, their customer service agents into salespeople and commission them if they are successful in converting a call into a sale through that, through that product, through the, 
the video connection yeah. through the catalog and through the shopping cart that's all kind of connected i think the value in all the products is that the ability to shop is built into the experience so it's not redirecting someone to a third-party right. website where they got to navigate their way through and and find a way to buy a product it's all kind of right there all encapsulated within the within the environment which i think people and, and companies truly appreciate we've seen this you know everybody talks about china right <laughs> You know, different yeah. marketplace in India is, you know, growing, obviously, well, different, different marketplace, uh, different consumer base, and obviously, a much less fragmented media landscape, right? You have three different channels you're on, it's controlled, we're here, it's, you know, people are everywhere. And it's a it's a very, very, you know, scattered consumer mind, like, what do you think is missing to kind of create those types of conversions and activation? Is it just time? Is it training? Um, the yeah, well, look, I guess time will tell ultimately if it's time. It's, it's hard to say. Um, the, the, I guess the skyrocketing popularity of, uh, of streaming and video streaming and, and the influencer world is, uh, it's kind of unparalleled. You know, the, uh, the fact that there's just so much great success in, in that part of the world um, is uh, really, it's motivating. But at the same point in time, I'd say that you know, if, if, if you look at what's going on in the influencer world, that there, there are football fields of individuals that are being taught how to be influencers. There, you know, there's that whole modality of uh, the reality that I guess consumers are, are very much oriented to buy their products that way. And I think there's a, a tight connection uh, with a lot of uh, the major influencers with Taobao, which is uh, yeah. the kind of the, the Amazon-like product. And I think that that brings a lot of, uh, I guess, a, a lot of consumers to the table. Um, I think that the economics are different and maybe a bit more affordable for the influencers out in China. But there certainly is uh, this readiness and willingness and, and desire for consumers to, uh, I guess, to to shop and shop online that way. I don't think we've seen that level of popularity in North America, although more and more, I'd say, you know, companies and brands are looking towards these type of products and services to, uh, to ultimately help proliferate. So it becomes part of a, an overall marketing strategy. I think retailers are now leveraging you know influencers to carry their products and, and pay uh, a bit of a commission and try and um, entice their followers to uh, to ultimately um, buy products that they're pitching and they're earning a commission and I'd say you know even customer uh, you know big brands have, have talked to us about you know how do we turn our major customers into salespeople like they love our product they're 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 online uh, all the time like how do we empower them to uh, to maybe leverage their, you know, uh, social network and, and, and contacts to sell some of the products that they love so much and, you know, sending a shoppable video that tags them or stuff like that. They're, they're great schools ultimately to build this massive affiliate type network and, and yeah. really build value. So I, I'm not sure, you know, we're going to get to, uh, you know, the, the, the levels that China's got. There's, Someone in China that they that they refer to as Lipstick King that, that sold in I don't know what it was six hours or so, which is kind of hard to imagine someone spending six hours trying on four hundred shades of lipstick. Uh, you know, here's ruby red and here's blueberry blue and, you know, for, for hours. But 
you know, I think he sold somewhere between two and four billion dollars in, yeah. in that session. So it's just a testament to how popular uh, that influencer is for one that he's followed so religiously. And then, you know, how ready that community is to uh, to buy product online. I don't think we're there yet. I think ultimately for us, the focus on MLM and direct sales is really opportunistic. And we're, we're talking about an industry that, that can use these tools and, uh, and leverage them. And, you know, we're still working with the influencer community and, and happy to engage both uh, influencers and brands who feel that they want to engage with a product like this. Um, so, you know, I, I think it'll grow uh, quickly, um, whether it'll reach the, the heights of China, time will tell, but they have a huge head start, you know, yeah. they're way ahead of us. And, yeah. a and a different market and a different consumer. And, you know, like, again, there's no, the fragmentation we have of media here is quite extreme compared compared to China, which is more state controlled and, you know, there's three or four platforms to be on. That leads me to the, the next question beyond kind of like the direct marketing, you know, industry, like, what do you see as a great opportunity in 2024? There's a lot of talk about consolidation of platforms. There's probably 30 platforms now, a couple of comments sold, just bought a company a couple of weeks ago. There's a little consolidation happening, but what do you, what do you foresee as like a great opportunity in 2024? Yeah, well, I, I think like any new industry, you know, there's winners and losers and uh, you know, they're, 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 you know, eventually there is some level of consolidation where, you know, some companies may not have the wherewithal or the ability to, you know, maintain the liquidity and raise the funds needed to kind of compete in, in what is becoming a very competitive uh, marketplace. So, yeah. you know, I think companies are probably starting to have discussions about how to leverage technology that's out there and, you know, size matters ultimately. Um, I think that that's just the reality of the marketplace. I think a lot of companies ramped up quickly, assuming that maybe North America would follow the, the Chinese story fast and, and maybe haven't had that level of success at this point. So there, there certainly is, I guess, a need to kind of um, consolidate, build technology, build solutions that are providing the right level of uh, functionality and benefits to, to the brands and to, uh, I guess, the influencers in general. But I do think that, you know, a lot of the companies that are out there um, are, are probably either not going to make it, so to speak, or consolidate and become part of a bigger, a bigger group that's doing some interesting things. So, uh, again, it's it's early days and it's moving in the right direction, but things take time. And it, it's a matter of educating too, right? It's a new medium. People need to understand how to leverage it. Running a, a 20 or 30 minute show takes a little bit of coordination. Yeah. It's not as simple as a shoppable video, which you can yeah. do in, in a minute. Yeah. Um, and doesn't really require that much coordination. You're just talking and, and filming on, on your iPhone and then proliferating it and uh and, and just keeping that modality going but uh i guess time will tell you know who the winners and losers are and who evolves i, I do think that it'll be a smaller group and maybe kind of a bigger group that absorbs some of the smaller players yeah i definitely and, and there could be some great acquisitions for everybody kind of in the marketplace i don't all the people i've been talking to i would say 90 percent of them are really all about, yes, we're competitors, but we want to grow the market. 
you know, yeah. we want to, we want to grow the market. Yes, we compete head to head and that's actually okay. And what's good for one client, maybe not great for us. They may not be a great fit for us, but they're great. But they're really very, um, they're very interested in, in, in any way growing the marketplace because they all truly are believers in it and want it to grow bigger, no matter, no matter what happens, right. They all want to win, but I, I've talked to the biggest of the big and they kind of have the same philosophy as, you know, all high tide rises all boats. Which is yeah. Nice. Look, I, I yeah. Listen, I think the reality is that this is a, a medium and a tool um, that companies are going to adopt over time. It's happening. Um, it's just a matter of the velocity and and the economics of what it costs to utilize some of these uh, yeah. some of these products. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time this morning. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk. Thank soon. you. Thanks so much, Cynthia. All the best. Thank you.